It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Uh, Rob Sesternino back in the turret here to talk about episode number six of the Traders U.S. Big one here tonight to talk about with Mr. Traders. Here he is. It's Puya Zambakili. Puya, Puya, get in here quick. Hey, Rob, what's up? What's going on? Everybody, Puya's the trader. Oh, no, I did not have a good defense for this, Rob, but you're going to learn today. Let me tell you that much. Yes. Okay. Uh, huge news tonight as our first trader has been found, and it is almost two-time Big Brother winner. Dan Giesling <laughs> has been found out. He actually he... had an round and found out. Yeah. He after on him found out he took a huge risk and the risk did not land. And the rest of the episode was basically, can he switch a mind out? Is he going to throw a traitor under the bus? Yeah. Uh, yes to the second question, but we can break it down. Yeah. I have to say I really was thrown. Uh, this, this episode really was a curveball for me personally, because I really felt like, okay, this is Dan got found out He's in big trouble. We know he's going to go into that round table and mm -hmm. he's going to drop a bomb. And I'm like, uh-oh, Parvati is in big trouble. Dan's coming in. He's going to unload on Parvati. She doesn't see it coming. Good night, Parvati. Also, a very long, like, Parvati magazine profile dropped at, like, 4 o'clock this afternoon. I'm like, ah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it for Parvati tonight. And I was so shocked that Dan decided to go after Phaedra here. It was a choice. Now, we had seen him mention before that if I want a shot at the money at the end, Phaedra cannot be anywhere near me or anywhere close. The issue with that is that right now your name is up. And Phaedra has zero suspicions, but you are on a shortlist with Parv, who is still a traitor who you could feed into the theory of let me give them a traitor. I was baffled at the choice to go for Phaedra. And even then, I was more baffled that he didn't start planting seeds earlier. I still don't think it would have helped his case, but I think it was a very, very tough sell to do all of that at the roundtable. I think he was banking on Phaedra getting blindsided by the info and stumbling, and Phaedra did not even twitch for a second. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. Everything else that's coming up, Pilot Pete, maybe, or not even maybe, uh, is going to get the offer to become a trader. And uh, what does that mean? So a lot to unpack here tonight. So happy to have you back here with us live after the traders. We have been doing a traders feedback show. In addition to, we had an exit interview with Janelle the other day as well. Uh, we have been on Mondays doing some extra traders coverage. This week, we've got a really good one coming up because we're going to be talking with Wes Bergman from The Challenge. Challenge legend is going to be joining us to talk about what he's seeing. Maybe another future trader that we may be talking to. Spoke with Michelle Fitzgerald last week. So lots of great stuff. Make sure you're subscribed to either Rob is a Podcast main feed or our Traders podcast feed at robisawebsite.com slash subscribe. Or if you're watching us here on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button for everything. All right, Puya, back to this move. I mean, it was such a classic Dan Giesling. Uh, all right, here's the windup and here's what I'm about to do. And let me talk you through every single thing. And I'm like, where is he going with this? Of that, okay, it can't, uh, how about this? But no, that's not enough. It can't be you. It can't be you. And I'm like, all right, where is this thing stopping? And I just was so surprised that it went to Phaedra and that the reasoning for Phaedra was Ekin Sue and 
breakfast reactions? The Ekansu logic is not a bad one because you're doing the whole she voted Ekansu and then the next morning Ekansu's murdered. That seems kind of suspect because also that's kind of what I think he was banking on being framed for here with the Bergy who was not on a live. He was in the game. Uh, but, but first of all, hold on, time out. Is that weird that you vote for somebody and then if you were the traitor, like it would be one thing if if Ekansu cast a vote for Phaedra, correct? Mm-hmm. And then Phaedra, and then Ekansu died. But why would it be weird that Phaedra voted for Ekansu and then she died? Rob, it's like when you are in college and you open the the drawers to make something to eat and you have sugar packets <laughs> and baking soda and you're like, how do what how do I make this work? It really is that he had not like he yeah. started a little strong with the okay who's not had this was a classic Dan's funeral classic style presentation renomination roulette yeah. okay here's the thing like okay listen when Dan Geesling says let's play a game you say no I'm good I am not playing this game absolutely not uh, but hey he he tried the Dan's gambit. I think the reactions at breakfast were a wild one because all I was thinking was, is he going to bring up boiled egg? No, not boiled egg. Just the not my burgalicious. And I thought, I think she really didn't want her burgalicious to not be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that that was such a stretch to go after Phaedra here. I wonder, you know, and to all of us, okay, this is a Hail Mary Yes. Was it was it a hundred percent Hail Mary or was it like fifty percent Hail Mary, fifty percent it's not fair that me and Parvati have all this blame on us and nobody even suspects her. I don't think it's the latter. I really don't think Dan is the type of guy to be like, I'm about to go out, I'm gonna throw her name out just to also make her sweat a little bit. I I genuinely think. This was a Hail Mary attempt. And I say this because I feel like there was definitely a contingent of people last week who were buying into a theory of maybe Dan is going for Bergy on purpose and he's setting up a gambit. And he genuinely said, I messed up. I thought Bergy didn't have the shield. I got played by Peter. I fully trusted what Peter had to say about having the shield. Mm -hmm. Do you think had Dan said that I've had my eye on this one person and he goes all all day and it's classic Dan and he's going to, uh, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to say a name tonight. Tonight, you wait till you see. I'm coming out. I'm coming in hot. I got my target locked and loaded. I've been watching one person this whole game. If he comes out and says, Parvati, is he safe? Um, if he targets Parvati here, I think he would have had to put in the groundwork a lot earlier because on the other side of the coin, obviously, Peter comes into breakfast and he says, I have three people on this list of, of na- people I leaked info to. One of them being CT, Parv, and Dan. After breakfast, he immediately discounts CT. He's like, CT's reaction seemed genuine. For Not for a second do I think CT's anything but faithful. Leaving those two, it's at that point that I feel like they should have started pointing at each other. Both yeah. of them. In some capacity. I mean, I guess if I'm trying to look at it in the most charitable way possible, if it works, it's like, oh, my God, Dan Giesling is a genius. He is he is uh, uh, he is the ultimate detective. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. And I think watch out. Dan Giesling's here. Uh, yes, just a little less stylish than Benoit Blanc. No offense, of course, to the Dan Giesling. Uh, I think this is an important thing to point out, too, though, is that had he pushed all in on Parv, he gets none of that credit, really. If anything, he still is probably going to get voted out later anyway. Whereas if for some reason he was able to convince this room full of people to vote Phaedra after no one was looking at Phaedra and Phaedra is confirmed bad, He's getting the glory. He's getting the entire glory. He's the champion. But I think he came into this round table with what? Two allies maybe. And and them being the traitors. So he wasn't in a good standing to push the Phaedra uh, narrative, even though that would have given him the best detective genius title in that moment to maybe give him some leeway in the future. You know, you've watched so many of these round tables. Like if this is what he wanted to do, doesn't hmm. he need to like lay some of this track before he gets to the round table? Like does it ever happen at, at, 
at, on the traders where somebody could just come up with something at the round table and get the entire group to go after somebody? We've seen round tables where people will come in suspicious of somebody or a couple of people and then the wrong person complete different person goes, but it's for different reasons. It's for bad reactions at the round table. It's for stumbling or it kind of, I guess what you would have imagined he was hoping Phaedra would be doing here. So that's definitely happened before. It is still very hard to pull that off. If you're the, the main spokesperson. And again, you don't have those allies to fall back on because you can have a read in the moment. And if you have the backing of like five, six people, you can get something going. Now, if Pete got up, and randomly said, I think we should look at Phaedra. There's a better chance that he gets the votes there to get Phaedra out than Dan does. And that's because he's got this squad of faithfuls that are following him into, into the wherever he wants to go, quite frankly. Yeah, the traders were so hosed coming out of the last episode where, and Dan, he said, look, I have to be taking a more aggressive approach to this game. I, I let Parvati do what she wanted. I let Phaedra do what she wanted. Let Dan cook. I need Bergie. That's it. And Parvati said, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. I got this. Uh, they put the hit on Bergie and it does not work. Was there a, a way out for Dan or Parvati after that happened? After that happened, it really depends on Peter's reactions. And I think once you see Peter's reactions, absolutely not. Peter went to bed so happy that night. Like he is the king of traders. He has mastered the game. He did this gambit. It worked. He fully believes he's got two by the end of the episode on ropes here. And I really don't think outside of them convincing Peter that, hey, I don't know what's going on. I think the other person said something. I think that's where you do it. And I think the number one argument here, if you're trying to throw a trader under the bus like this, would have been if Dan or Parv had gone up to Peter and was like, listen, so... After putting all the pieces together, I think what you're saying makes sense that one of us three is a traitor. Mm -hmm. And I think I've figured out why I'm still alive. I've been trying to think, why am I not getting murdered? I think it's because I'm really close to Dan. Or I think it's because I'm really close to Parv. And, and she's keeping me in this game or he's keeping me in this game. And I now know that. So I'm with you 100%. Let's ride. I'll vote him out or I'll vote her out. I think that's really the move you have. Because again, it feels like Peter is very much in the thick of it with having a lot of sway as of right now with the house. Hey, Puya, has anybody checked on Johnny Bananas tonight? I feel like he's been plenty busy today, no? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think he's been en en engaging on, on the social medias. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Looking forward to uh, getting uh, that reaction. Boy, Phaedra did not take this well. She was not happy about what Dan did. Puya, did you happen to watch a little show on Peacock called Traders Postmortem? I caught about five out of the six minutes before I hopped on with you. Okay. So well, most of it. Phaedra was still hot uh, hmm. about all of this. Okay, hold on, wait, hold on. I'm being told that we have a, an official... Uh, Johnny Banana's response. He has the uh, okay. Grandpa oh, no. Simpson meme of uh, coming out of retirement to go back in. Okay, all right. Uh, so let's listen in. I, I got. I pulled a couple of clips because Phaedra, the, she was not done talking about Dan on Trader's postmortem. Okay, uh, this is was what Trader or what uh, Phaedra had to say about this. I mean, Dan led to his own demise. I mean, he was very sort of weird and strange acting, and he never talked to anyone. And again, personality trait will not work like that in this environment. No. I mean, you can't be too social, but you can't be a recluse and act like a, you know, creepy man. No. <laughs> oh, not creepy. You man. can't act like a creepy man. <laughs> oh my You're a god. Creepy man. That's not good. In, in in many ways, yeah. Um, she's not wrong. Personality trait is one of the biggest keys to, to traders. And I think we've seen her personality really work well with the game. But Dan being a little bit more, not withholding, but like shy at the beginning, 
in his shell, not really coming out to play right out the gate, definitely does him more harm than good in a game like this. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Phaedra, again, did not like that Dan brought her name up. You know, he, tr he basically said I was a traitor. So from that point on, Dan could go to hell. <laughs> yeah, I have to say the show. She did also call him Dirty Dan, and uh, again, she was she was hot. I happily voted for him. I was so happy to vote for him after he pulled that dirty move. I broke the chalk, and if I could get up, I could probably break him. <laughs> Can we talk about it, Rob? Because after he laid like this monologue of suspicions on her, her response at every turn was immaculate. Mm -hmm. I mean, she had an answer for everything. And and she, with every response, she put a little one more shovel of dirt onto his grave in the game. Yeah, but he came at her with nothing. True. <laughs> But I think the response of, oh, you're saying I did too much because you're doing too little and you're doing a hell of a lot tonight, which is very suspicious. And that's because you're about to get banished, mm -hmm. which I think, again, great arguments all around. But oh, she did it in a way where after the roundtable, I felt like a lot of people were sympathizing with her. And they're like, you are such a trooper for, for you know, the way you held yourself during that. Like, that is incredible. So she got a lot of, got her yeah. a lot of sympathy from, from most people. She was able to manner. say, like, oh, can you believe it? This traitor tried to throw me under the bus here. <laughs> can, the, well, can you believe him? The audacity. Also, I don't, and I know he immediately says, well, that's not enough evidence to convict. But I don't love, again, naming five people who fit the criteria of someone you're about to suss out for not having been voted before. If I'm any of those people, I'm like, why are you bringing us into it? Don't, don't put a spotlight. Yeah, on I me. wonder if Dan knew that he kind of had nothing. Uh, so it was a lot of like pomp and circumstance of like, uh, just like throwing like stuff at the wall. Like, uh, well, we know Sandra could have been Sandra, but she didn't vote for that person. So it can't be Sandra. And then they bring up, okay, how about this person? Uh, we know Sheree, she had a weird thing, but she explained it. So it's good. Uh, it's just like, uh, were we just trying to like get everybody dizzy? Well, did you like that when it came to Bergy voting in, in, one, in different one ways? Like, yeah, well, Bergy, he just he just goes with the crowd. I was like, wow, he just called him dumb in front of everybody. If I'm Ber if I'm Bergy, I'm offended. I'm like, give, say something about me, whether it's suspicious or not. Give me something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So coming out of this, all right, first, let's talk about Parvati, okay? Yes. Uh, that Phaedra and Parvati had a conversation after. Um, Phaedra says that she's wounded, but uh, Parvati is in the ICU, she was like, yeah, I'm walking out the hospital. You're in the ICU. You're on your deathbed. So because Parvati was like, do you mind if I if I decide tonight? And because uh, you've had a tough night, too. And Phaedra's like, I had a tough one, but I'm going to be fine. You are on your deathbed. You need this more than I do. Yeah. So do you think that Parvati is a dead woman walking here tonight? Like, is there a, I, is there a chance that she ends up going and following Dan out the door? I feel like, and, and we'll talk about this in depth, I think, throughout this pod, but I think with Peter going so out of his way to be the, the leader of the faithful, so much so that he's like, I thought we had the votes on Dan, so I'm going to put my vote on Parvati to remind you all that when I die tonight, that Parvati's one of the two people, one of the three people that I told that to, CT being the other one, and I don't want you to forget all that. I think that Parv really doesn't have a lot of ways to shake out of this. And I think her best shot probably is already putting a little bit of an eye on the this group of five that's forming the five faithfuls to the end, the the new Faute, as we might call him. Yeah, faithfuls have, to the end. Have you ever seen an alliance like take shape where they're just there's so much confidence among this group that they're just so confident that they are faithful. It's so funny to me. It's so funny to me that they just are straight up following that line of logic that, yeah, no, I feel good about all of us. So we're working together no matter what this early too, because again, we know recruitments can happen. That's mm -hmm. a thing. That's an option. And 
you can't just hold tight with this group all the way to the end. I think this, again, this is one of those things with the traders for me. I've never seen in any other franchise alliances be discussed as much as they are in this season. Like it is absolutely fascinating. Um, and I'm very curious to see how it plays out with them. Yeah. Now, is that because that people are just coming from these other shows that that's why the alliances are such a big part of this game? It's entirely possible, but I mean, you look at the group that is formed together here. John Burkow is coming from no show. He's coming from politics. Uh, the others are not really from shows. I guess you got form may... coalitions in, uh, I don't know how British politics work, but I imagine, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> that's for certain it's possible, but I mean, this is basically a brain trust. Once you trust these four people, you think that, and and none of them, you feel like none of them are the leak, then you're good. But obviously, a part of this plan, um, and, and I would take a big genius to be like, okay, so I know that he thinks these three have the false information. So I'm going to take a fake shot at Ergy to make these three seem suspect. Like, no one's thinking that anyone's playing that way, which is why I think he feels even more confident with this group. But I think, He's getting a little too confident. I don't think he's playing a good game. Should we the long run. talk about this recruitment, Puya? We should, Rob, because so I finished the episode and my mind, oh, I'm happy. It would have yeah. been weird if we didn't. Um, <laughs> and I, my mind was ringing because I couldn't believe we ended the episode with an invitation letter to Peter for recruitment. Yeah. However, I think I cracked the logic on it. And what, what I, do you mean? So I I was thinking and I needed a way to like visualize my thoughts. So I put together the honestly the most budget slideshow. Okay. Put a presentation together for you here that I would like to present to the All squad. All right, well this here. is pretty rare because people do not usually come into a podcast with visual aids, barring uh, like a Christian Hubicki. So, yeah, would love to see uh what you cooked up. Yeah, you want to see what a what a visual aids look like from someone who doesn't have a PhD? You've come to the right place. Okay. Uh I'm very excited. So, I have it shared with you. So, if you want to shove it on the put it on the screen for the for the people to see, and then we can go from there. Perfect. Okay. All right. So standing before us are three options for Parv here. You can A, murder Peter, B, murder an ally of Peter's, or C, recruit Peter. Okay. I'd prefer if we could uh, stick with uh, door number one, door number two, door number three. Door number one. Okay, that's perfect. Because in my slideshow, I did that. I don't know why I switched to letters randomly, but again, do not have a PhD. So uh, please uh, bear with me. Is this the Monty Hall problem? It is not. Okay. <laughs> it is absolutely not. So behind door number one is murder Peter. Why should you murder Peter? Obviously, he's a good detective. Yep. He's got a lot of allies now. He's absolutely going to be barking up your tree. Like he's going to be pushing for you to get voted out no matter what at this next time. And if you murder him, he seems to me like the glue of the group. So if you remove wow. him, I don't know if these four are going to be simpatico moving forward. They might be, but... Their leader is gone. Who are they going to look to to lead them? Yeah, this is really, I'm I'm just, I can't even concentrate on what you're talking about because I'm so impressed with the slideshow. This is, okay, if you're listening to the podcast, come check this out and then at Rob for lying to you because- I'm not lying. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Nobody's ever done this it. before. Okay, so, all right, so let's talk this through. I guess, well, well, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mur murder Peter, uh, but- that is there a down? Can I, we talk through the downside here? Glad you asked, Rob. Here's why you should not murder Peter. A, he's an obvious pick. He so much as got on his horde, high horse at the round table, like, I'm getting murdered. I'm done. I'm cooked. It's definitely going to be me. So he's already chosen himself as a martyr. And he said that if I die, look at Parf, regardless, yeah. right? So that's going to happen. And he's begging to be murdered. He's like, please, please murder me. And yeah. I don't think Parvati wants to give him that. Okay. That's why she should not murder him. All right. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Do not murder Peter. Okay. Door number two. Okay. We're looking at murdering a Trichelle or a Kevin or a John or Bergie, right? Murdering one of them Bergalicious. makes Peter weak. Yeah. That's good. It takes the voting block from five to four. That's also decent. Um, 
It could also put some suspicions on Peter potentially because Peter, weren't you supposed? Why didn't you die? That's kind of weird because you should be the one dead. You're the number one detective here. Mm-hmm. Why are you not dead? So there's an argument to be made there, but I think ultimately, still, all that does is take the numbers from five to four, and the landscape probably stays the exact same. Maybe, but we don't right. know for sure. Right. Right. Rob, stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. Okay. Stop. We're yeah. not going to door number. We're not going to door number three first. Because we got to pretend we're Parvati here. Otherwise, none of this will make sense. Okay. Okay. So let's let's take a second and think like we're Parv. Okay. Let's hmm. think like we're Parv. We're thinking about it. We're pondering. If I'm Parvati, after everything that just went down, the fact that Dan went down in a huge losing fight to Phaedra, Phaedra is still super clear. She obviously doesn't know the Trishel confessional that we saw. Um, and also literally Peter is locking you out of rooms and actively wants to get rid of you. If you're Parvati, you have to imagine I'm dying. No, I'm getting banished no matter what, unless something absolutely wild happens, I'm getting murdered or banished. Sorry. Okay. So here's why you kick the door open and you recruit Peter because that is the only option you have. Now, obviously I say all this in jest because the reality is she could murder someone else to cast some different suspicions. But I truly think Parv is coming into this yep. uh, thinking I'm I'm banished. My game is over real soon. Yep. So let me do something different. Look, Parvati's got to go back to the old playbook. OK, we've got an alliance full of, you know, bro guys. Parvati has the chance to completely get in there, infiltrate, puppet master. She's going back to the old playbook. And, and it might not be the worst decision. There's a couple of things for me to factor in here. Because whilst I would have never thought recruiting Peter is the move here, Peter right now is in good with the faithful and potentially seems like the type of guy that's going to play to win. So you would assume if he's on your team, he'll play to win with you. But also, like Phaedra points out, there's this Mm -hmm. mounted evidence against Parv. So just because she changes his mind doesn't mean the mind of the other five people and the other people in the house are going to change. Yeah, so. this is super exciting. It feels like not much of a cliffhanger that um, I can't. Peter can't turn down the invitation, right? So it's it's a it's a it's a recruitment, not a blackmail. Meaning that if he says no, just nothing happens, and he gets to get back in the game and be like, "I got an invitation to get recruited," and I said no. Aha! Um, yeah, but. I think he takes it. I think you're foolish to not take an invite to be a trader because it automatically right. means at the very least you have a guaranteed shield. Right. So let me just ask from the game theory part of it. Okay. So you are one of two traders. Okay. Uh, you mm-hmm. and I are two traders. Okay? Uh, okay. A third trader has just been murdered. And how many mm-hmm. faithful are left? Well, like 10? Ish. Nine, yeah. nine, 10. Okay. Are we more incentivized to say, hey, let's let's not add another person because there's less of a chance and say like all things be like where there's no heat on us. Are we better off keeping the traders just uh, us two or are, does it help our cause to add a third trader? So I think it depends on which of the traders you're looking at, because if I'm. I think right off the gate, I'd be like, well, we just didn't get a chance to murder because of the goddamn shield. And we're about to give up another murder. That's two murders we haven't done and another banishment. And they might get another traitor in the next banishment. So that's not good for our mojo. Uh, But also, I think that if it's interesting because you can recruit for different reasons. You can recruit to scapegoat someone to get murdered instead of you or banished instead of you. You can recruit someone who you think would work well with you. You could recruit someone to mess with the metagame. For example, if they had brought in another woman and now they're going to be looking at women, like they might be able to push this other person out. So there's a couple levels to it, Rob. But I feel like if I feel good about the trader I'm working with, I might be very fine to not recruit right now. Yeah. Until I'm recruiting my own team at once I get rid of you type of thing. Because like I in in Parvati's unique position where Mm. she's sort of like uh, the boat's taking on a lot of water. Okay, I need something that's going to shift the paradigm greatly. I need something to totally, you know, turn this thing on its head by 
recruiting Peter, like that's great. Maybe that, okay, that Peter can go in there and tell those guys like, hey, you know who we didn't think about? Sandra. Like, uh, you know, like something that you just get them pointed in a different direction. But, you know, that's another person now that's going to be involved in the end game if you're really mm. uh, trying to do it. So if like if all things were equal and there was not a lot of sus on them, like for Phaedra, does it matter? She kind of like punted this whole decision to Parvati. And while Peter and Parvati are probably not likely to be allies against Phaedra, and in fact, maybe bringing Peter in, Phaedra and Parvati, boy, there's a lot of peas in that uh, turret at this point. We're going to then have where uh, that it might force Parvati and Phaedra to work closer together. But also, Peter could potentially, like, blow it for Parvati and Phaedra. Well, I think that's the big one for me is that I th- I think, and again, I'm operating under the assumption that I'm looking at it through Parvati's eyes. And to Parvati's eyes, I'm seeing it as she thinks she's gone. She thinks she's banished next no matter what. So she's trying something different. And part of me, I didn't get to say this uh, before we pulled down the presentation, but... I think, Rob, this is kind of like a a death by a thousand slices type situation where um, or it's like a little slice that might get infected because oh. by recruiting Peter, you still get banished. Right. But Peter, the this this holier than thou faithful, who is king of the faithful, who's locking people out, who's gatekeeping information. We're going to Harvey Dent him. He has to become the villain. He has to become what he hates. And that is, I think, what Parvati's plan is, because yep. also think of it this way. Peter has now declared publicly, I should get murdered. Yep. And I think a lot of people agree. You That's detected what the hell out of this. You either, you know, uh, die of faithful or live long enough to see yourself become the traitor. Right. So I think looking at it moving forward, Peter, obviously, I think right out the gate, Rob, if he gets recruited, I think his odds of winning skyrocket. Because I think he has this big group behind him. He should be fine. And Parvati leaves. They recruit another. That could work in his favor better, etc. But also, the other side of the coin is he survives the next two roundtables. Suddenly, people are like, how is Peter not dying? That's very weird. Also, how did Peter know to get rid of Dan and Parv? He must have known from the beginning because only traders know from the beginning. And that's how Peter then gets in some hot water for surviving longer. So I think this was, I don't know. This is a Hail Mary move. I think she thinks that he might work with her. And I truly feel like he seems like the type of guy that might. But also, if it goes wrong, she's seen how it could go wrong Should Peter turn it down? He's got the traitors on the ropes. Yeah, he does. But he's going to get murdered the first chance they get after this, right? This is kind of like a, he would then be using the invite as a free shield for one night. He's like, oh, I didn't get the shield and the catapult. I'll use it here. Mm -hmm. And then he gets murdered the next time. Anyway, I think when you get invited 9.9 times out of 10, no matter who you are in the game, just say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because even if you have heat on you and you're suspect and you know going in, they're trying to scapegoat you, you still take it and hope for the best. Because the alternative is they'll murder you if in like the next round. I want to stay on Parvati and just go back to the roundtable for a second. How do you think that Parvati did at that roundtable once Dan's name uh, comes up and Dan starts throwing around Phaedra? I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. I was very upset that I felt like at no point did Parv really put suspicions on him at all. Uh, Yeah, I felt like that she was slow to pivot. She votes for him, Mm -hmm. but I felt like that she was, you know, uh, just still like kind of at least Dan neutral. Like, I feel like if anything, I feel like that she should have been like a little bit more like clutching her pearls about like, Dan, how could you? Where do you get off, Dan? That I think a bigger, I've, (sighs) Rob, I was disappointed at the banishment reveal. I feel like, and maybe this is because Traders UK has spoiled me a little bit. I wanted people to lose their marbles that I, they I got think it was out. like unanimous and obvious. I think that, like, yeah. I mean, MJ voted says, hit. like, Dan, if you're not a traitor, I don't know what else. Like, I really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go at this yeah, point. Yeah, I don't um, know. There's a, like, it's, it has to be. There's nothing else makes sense. Yeah, I felt like for me, Parv played it a little too much. Like, well, I, I felt good about him. And I've been talking with him from day one. I feel like even if, like, you have to make it seem like you were duped, right? Mm -hmm. If you were talking to him from day one, I didn't really get that. 
And then in the voting reasoning, she mentions, well, it was either you or me. And I was like, I don't love this argument either because it sounds like you're only voting for him as a formality and not because you are yeah. convinced that he's bad. But even like during the day when she was getting interrogated by, uh, was it Bergie was asking her questions? And I felt like that she was like, uh, almost had like caught the like Dan disease of the like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I don't have a name. If I, I, I'm, if I knew I would say something, but I don't. So that's why I'm, I'm just quiet. She said, I'm still trying to figure this out to Peter, which I was like, Parv, this is a tough thing for me to say, but it's you, Dan and CT who knew. So he's looking at the three of you. If you're saying it's not you, it's one of those two. So you should say one of those two's names at this point. You, Because mm -hmm. I feel like her response was, well, I think you're kind of suspicious because you're playing the game hard, which yeah. is, is well, not an, is fair, but I feel like. Again, usually the faithfuls are playing way harder than the traders are on the surface. Yeah. You know, and we've been critical of Dan that uh, he came in with the plan to throw Phaedra under the bus, but I'm not sure Parvati had a plan. And and should Parvati have pivoted to once that the like Dan blew it, like should she have cut bait on Dan quicker? At which point? Should she have been throwing Dan under the bus during the day? I think so. I think the minute the minute they find out this bluff has bluffed like this, and she even said, I fully blame Dan for us being in this pickle. I think you sell him to the wolves because I think you have to know the writings on the wall. That's he already what happened caught with half Sari the and last Cody night. last season. You know, Cody had that one line, the one slip up, and then everybody was talking mm -hmm. about him. And Sari was like, well. Yeah. You know? well, I'm also seeing people mention that, you know, they've been close the entire time. So it would have been very out of character to do so. While I do agree a little bit i also think that the feeling of shock of oh my god if we were the three that knew i didn't say anything i kind of feel like he did and and you again it's a lot of acting because you got to play up that you were betrayed by him but i think it's possible potentially mm -hmm. yep ricky in the chat says phaedra is retweeting everything anti-dan right now i don't believe oh that. i don't believe that well, this is more of a segment for us to check out on the feedback show, Rob. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do the so. investigation. Uh, no, not the Phaedra that I know. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about the, uh, breakfast? Love me some breakfast, Rob. Let's do it. Bergie comes in. Uh, what do you think of the reactions from the traders? Um. Well, I did take a still of Dan's reaction. Uh, I was like, okay, he's going to have to kick it into overdrive now. It wasn't as, they were not as gagged as I was hoping maybe is what I'm trying to say, but it, was, it wasn't the worst, but it's clearly bad enough that being in the room, Peter clocked that, okay, CT looks genuine. The other two do not. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, CT, no sus on him, right? No, I think that um, I think obviously his name keeps getting brought up a little bit. And even at the roundtable, Peter brought up, hey, I want you to remember these were the other two names, maybe even hinting that we go CT after we go Parv, which is, I'm sorry, ridiculous. Uh, you did the, the surely like here's the thing. He's right indirectly that two of the three are bad, but it's ridiculous to just assume I told three people, therefore all of them were bad. Um. But I think CT's endgame material, I really do. I think just even this little hint of sus he has, combine that with the with the relationship him and Phaedra have, pencil him in for the finale, Rob. I really feel good about CT's odds at the end. Yeah, so we think that there are 11 episodes, is that correct? I believe that's what we were told uh, last week, yes. So we passed the halfway point of the season, only five more episodes to go, and we are like starting to get down to it. It is. We are. We are. I mean, the end game is still not there, but we are getting close-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Who do you think the next couple of people out will be? Um, I do think, and, you know, I'll be crossing all the fingers, but I think Parvati's out next mm -hmm. um, as far as banishment goes. Uh, and then after that, I'm curious because we did see that confessional from Trishel, Rob, saying, I feel like Dan really wanted to feed us a traitor because he was bad and he named Phaedra. So I'll be looking at Phaedra. Now, we didn't see her get a chance to bring that up to her posse, mm -hmm. but I think we can look at Phaedra. Again, I still don't think the tides can switch up on Phaedra here. The other thing I kind of want to add is that I really do think Sandra knows that Parvati is a 
perpetrator. She even has a confessional here where she says that, you know, Parvati knows how to be deceitful and I see through it. I'm seeing it. And then the confessional cuts. So maybe it could have been Franken bit somewhere. But I think Sandra might be trying to keep her in the game because even if you know all three traders, you need one of them at the end. And I think Parv might be her one. So we'll see yeah. if she uses any of her social capital to switch up on this uh, next go. But I think it's very interesting to me that at the end of the round table, after the, when they were all celebrating at the bar, Rob, having clinking the drinks, uh, Sandra's the one who says, shall we go see what the most faithful of faithfuls are doing in that room? Mm-hmm. I'm very curious how this plays out. Because I can't imagine anyone else outside of being outside of those five, whether they're faithful or trader, feels good about that. See, but that's another thing that I think that Parvati is not doing well. You know, Sandra refers to those guys as the most faithful of faithfuls. And if anybody's paying attention, mm-hmm. obviously, those guys have been like, re- it's very hard to make a case that they're traders. And then after the roundtable, I feel like that Parvati is still like trying to antagonize Peter and saying like, oh, but don't you think it's shady that you're in this room with all these people and you're always throwing throwing suspicion out of people? Isn't that suspicious? It's like, not really. I This further fuels my theory of let's recruit him because if I don't stay here, I want him to be the villain. I want him to have to turn on his people. Um, and I, and I really could see that work out. It would be such a fun round table if those two went head to head this next round as well. So I'd be very curious to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, and, and, you know, again, I think Parvati's probably the, the easy prediction to make. I could still very well be wrong. But if they get Peter and he's in those rooms, like, guys, you know what? I don't think it's Parv, you know, something, if, if Peter could get in those conversations, like, I, I think that this is the one thing that could save her. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what I'm saying. I feel like Peter seems like he might be game to work with her. He, again, Peter's shown that he's very loyal to a team that he's on, right? He's team faithful all the way. If he switches it up for the cloaks, if he gets transferred over to, to Traders FC, does he not end up trying to work with that team? I think he might. And also, once you see Phaedra's in that team, you're like, oh my God, she is a genius. She just made it through like it was nothing. I think he might play ball with them. And again, I really do think he seems like the glue of that group of five. Um, and at the very least, I feel confident saying he's got he's the captain influence. Yeah, he's got influence on Bergy and he's, he's got influence on John. So I think if he says, ah, I don't mm, I slept on it. And I think Dan was the one we got the one. I think we're wasting our time looking at the other two. That might get it. Mm-hmm. But that's if they work together. Yeah. So that'll be answered next week. This is the this is why I'm so happy because I have moments in the week, Rob, where I'm upset. I'm like, I wish we had more more than one episode a week. Give me three a week. But then now I'm like, okay, but I kind of like that I have to sit in the marination a little bit of whether or not it. I love the pace. Out. Yeah. You can savor slow, it. Slow, yeah, exactly. It's a good, it's a good meal. What's the rush. What's the rush? Yeah. It's you like know? you having your boiled egg after you go power walking in the morning. <laughs> it's like, mm, hit the spot. I watched all of Australian Survivor on the treadmill this week. Look at, see? No incline? A little bit. 3%. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at you. Okay. It's not nothing. <laughs> Love Speaking that of you. physical challenges, uh, yes. let's talk about uh, the challenge from this week. Could have been an email. It was I. I and again, I. These are the same challenges used in the UK. This was not one of my ones I really liked in the UK. So it's okay. Um, Go get the, the catapults. Get the catapults. Uh, mm-hmm. Kate, we kind of got a moment from uh, production plant, Kate. <laughs> with the shield ammo oh god i was so hoping she would take it across the line because that's the exact kind of drama i want that could have been i still don't think that changes the dan vote but i think it could have been a very fun distraction for future rounds uh sadly kate said listen i'm not desperate enough for a shield i'm not that is not a good look so mm-hmm. i'm not doing it and uh peter got his chance and blew it because he couldn't catapult well enough okay what do you think about the second part of the catapult box toss? I mean, you saying it could have been an email. This could have been a montage with some like epic. <laughs> I just music don't understand. Like, like are are the different are the players aiming the catapult? Like, are people moving the catapult? Like, was there any sort of like skill to launching I, the catapult? See, I was thinking, is it like a like 
how fast you jerk the rope to like let the thing launch because I think it's sat still. I don't think they're like moving it two centimeters to the left or anything. Um, so I just think this is kind of a game of chance almost. I mean, I've, I've never really launched a catapult, so far be it for me to, me to know, but I don't think there's a lot of uh, I think once you set it, it's going in that general direction, right? It's just a matter of maybe is it like where you put the box in the catapult? You know what? Damn it, get Christian Hubicki on the phone, get the doctor on the phone, let him tell me what the velocity equals mm. minus the speed. Yeah, how does that work? Because I'm not sure. Uh, but Rob, someone who needed the shield most won the shield. Sheree? Yeah, Sheree needed it. Did she need? Yes. Did, did she need it? No, no absolutely no, not. No. <laughs> I was like, well, did I miss that part? Yeah, I mean, no. I, I think the biggest proof in the pudding, if anything was taught last week, is let the shields be a secret so that people can mess around with them. And you know, for as good as the uh, strategy ended up being with Peter, he could have gotten shot here anyway by mistake like they could have murdered him instead and then it would have blown up in his face or whatever so i think keeping them hidden is the move let's take some questions from the chat we've got some starred but if you got questions for us here tonight on a huge traders night where dan geesling was banished go ahead and ask them here in our chat and we will uh take them as we talk it through. Okay. Uh, Drinks on Me wants to know, how does this affect Dan's legacy? Okay. Personally, and I don't expect everyone to subscribe to the same because at the end of the day, we all have different opinions and, and it's all good. Uh, for me, when someone enters another show, I don't see them as doing the same show. Right. It's a very I've talked about this is a different skill set for Big Brother than it is the traders. I think someone like Suri has proven you can truly have all the skill sets for all of them. And for me, yeah. Suri's legacy only got bigger and better with every show she was on. With Dan, his Big Brother legacy stays the same to me. But as a as a traders player, he as a traitor on traders might be one of the worst I've seen. Yeah. Um, wow. OK. Uh, very, very not good. Yeah. No offense, of Dan course. Dan or Cody Calfiore? I think it's similar. You have Big Brother winners who went, went out, in, like Big Brother winners who also are losing finalists, that mm. they end up going out in a similar spot. Both the first trader out of the group. Um, I think... <sighs> I just feel like the move this week was so like this murder move was so bad, but had the move gone correctly, I think it's not even a debate. Cody's worse. See, um, I feel like that Cody, I think might be better in that, that, you know, Cody made like a slip up. And then I think that Sari and Christian, like they turned on him. Whereas that Parvati or Phaedra did not turn on him. Like then like Dan had like the self-inflicted wound to go after Bergy and then, you know, compounded it on the way out. Right. I have to sit on this, Rob. We might have to, so I'm going to have to re-ask this on the feedback. I might have to chat. think so about this. Let me peek this. at the chat. Okay. Um, but as far as Dan's legacy, Dan is an all-time big brother player. You can, you know, uh, you know, be particular about uh, what your order is, but mm. you know, he's a top three, top four big brother player at, as a floor, your mileage may vary. Where is he the best, second best, third best, whatever. But you know, look at Parvati and look at Sandra. Okay. The last time we saw either of them in action was when they were both out before the merge in Winners at War. And nobody's right. like, oh, Parvati? She was uh, she was 15th place on Winners at War. Are you kidding me? Sandra, like what? You know, they went out in the same episode. Yeah, I didn't even remember that. You, you don't remember. Nobody's going to remember, you know, like what Dan did on the Traders. His legacy is in Big Brother. You know, like this is like a footnote in Dan's reality TV career. Ultimately, a year from now, nobody's going to be like, oh, well, what do you think, Dan or Dr. Will? Like, well, Dan, it wasn't great on the traders. So, you know, I, I don't think that that's even going to be in anybody's calculations. 
Yeah. I, I do like the argument that uh, Dan did massively underestimate some really good players. I think a lot of the gamers this season definitely looked at, and by gamers, I mean of the CBS reality TV fame, really underestimated some of these other franchises just off the basis of the show they were on, mm-hmm. where I was like, look at Rob. He's a handsome guy. 20 years ago, Rob may have been on The Bachelor, but he's still a strategic king. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> How did we get here? I'm listen. I'm just twenty I'm just years ago. Here. I was on Survivor, Puya. I know, but my point is in another universe. No, literally, right, with, that was the premiere of Survivor All Stars twenty years ago. I know. Tonight. I saw that. I saw that tweet today, Rob. In the multiverse, okay. There's another. There's a Italian man named Roberto, okay, yeah. and he's on. He's like your twin, yeah. but he's in the multiverse, and he's on The Bachelor, but he can also yeah. be social. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I appreciate that, but if yeah. in in the alternate universe where I so desperately want to get on reality TV. I am on The Bachelorette and I have an amazing episode one, so many funny lines in the confessional and do not get a rose from The Bachelorette in like the second season of The Bachelorette. Get a rose once, right? Maybe <laughs> one round. Uh, maybe I, I get. Maybe, maybe I squeeze through the. You know. I think you get at least a rose. Nine Maybe. You got good. You got good. Uh, good charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. Um, how about question from Kelly Kate? Why did Dan risk taking Berkey out? Peter clearly saw Dan as a traitor. He just called Dan out as such and voted him out. Then he tells Dan he has the shield and is only telling people he trusts. Listen, I'm scratching. I've been scratching my head on this as well. He obviously mentioned in this that uh, Berge, So what he made clear to me was Berge publicly said, I'm voting for Dan again. So a bunch of people knew he was going to do that. And he, I think based on what he said in confessional at the beginning, I think he was trying to do the double bluff. He was trying to do the, where clearly they're framing me because Bergie told everyone he's voting me. Why would I murder him? That's stupid. They're pinning in this on me. I think that's the, that's what he wanted to do. That was the game, the gambit he wanted to run here was he wanted to use that and make that his argument here for throughout the day, which obviously he did not get a chance to do at all, which I don't even think that's a great one to make. Um, I think he could have just as much had the same argument if he had murdered John, who again, did not have a shield. And Sandra even said is the most faithful, faithful proven. So take him off the board. Mm hmm. Yeah, it just stinks that Parvati's like, eh, do not do that. Um, you know, Parvati, I think he's got to put her foot down more. I don't know if Dan backs down. I feel like these traders, they've kind of been doing the pass the baton at, at the turret. It's like, oh, I had my turn. It's your turn now. You do it. One this for time. you, one for me. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of been what's been happening, which is fine. But then, as, I mean, for Parv, it was it was rough because obviously she's involved in this lie as well. Which yeah, was good. Okay, this is an interesting question from the real underscore Jared. Do you think part of Dan's downfall was not having a super loyal sidekick like Memphis or Danielle? Jared, I've got news for you. I think he did have a super loyal sidekick. Parvati. Parvati and him have been thick as thieves from, from the beginning. Parvati have been did working not turn on him until there was no other choice. And Dan didn't throw Parv's name out, which I I truly think he might have been able to squeak by one more uh, banishment had he done so, Mm -hmm. potentially. Yeah. So, yeah, he did have loyalty. And, I I mean, unless there was, like, Phaedra was throwing Dan under the bus in other conversations, like, Phaedra seemed loyal to Dan also. I think Phaedra made it very clear after the Housewives kerfuffle of episode four that as long as you play fair and with me, I'm playing with you. I'm not wavering. And but obviously she's she's mentioned in confessional plenty that everyone's got to die. And if if you're in the line of fire, I'm not going to put my neck out there to save you. But I don't mm-hmm. think she's she's going to ignite the fires herself. Okay, Thundercats seventy eight want to know: Will the non Peter crew, aka Bravo and CBS women, rise up against the Peter posse? Okay, so let's leave. Parvati and Phaedra out of this. Who okay. are the remaining faithful that are not in the Peter Posse? It's uh, CT. Uh, CT, Sandra, Sandra. Trishel. 
No, Trishel's in the posse. Trishel's oh, part Trishel's, of it. Trishel's part of it. Okay. And then no. what is it? And then so it's what? MJ, MJ Sheree, Sheree. Uh, and is there anybody else? Oh, Kate. And Kate. Yeah. So five, five, and then two traders. Twelve. We're down to twelve right now. Yes, I think that like the traders though are aligned with uh, this group of the gamers. And oh, did we say Bravo. Sandra? Yeah, Sandra. CT, Sandra, okay. MJ, Sheree, and Kate. Yeah, yeah. I think they're with this group. They're not with the Peters Posse, which is why I think it's a huge mistake to get a big ego this early in the game and to exclude other people because. It doesn't matter how much good you brought to the team. If you're doing a side pot, side team, they're not going to let you have that. There's no shot. And in the event, like, because obviously once Parv is banished, right? Let's pretend Parv is banished next. There's no shot this group of five is going to convince everyone else to go for someone else not in this group. I really don't think so. So I think this is bad for them as a collective. Puya, a question from Ms. Brown Sugar. Yes. Across the franchises and seasons, has anyone ever been recruited as a trader and said no? Okay, so without saying too much, because obviously I know some of you have not watched these other franchises, and I really, really want you to because I know you'll enjoy it. Yes, it has happened, and yes, it brought in drama. Okay. Um, so it has happened. There have been there has been someone that said, ah, no, thank you. I'm good. Um, and then they chose to tell people and did it work to their benefit? Did it work against them? Check mm -hmm. out the other franchises. I believe that was on Traders UK season one too. So you can check that one out. Mm -hmm. That's the one that's on Peacock. That's the one that's on Peacock. Exactly. Okay. All right. James wants to know, could Peter still get recruited and go after poverty? I mean, he's laid it up, right? He's alley-ooped it. And now if he gets brought in, he can just sit back and let Parv get banished overnight. And then he's in the turret with Phaedra. And then they can murder whoever they want or recruit somebody. Yeah. So I could eat if he uh, chooses if, to leave that poverty leave. He just doesn't do if, anything. If he ha could have his cake and eat it too, where it's like, oh, wow. Okay. I'll accept being in the traders. And then when the Peter Posse gets together, like we think it's poverty. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> uh, just lets okay. it, lets it happen. <laughs> yeah. Because he could easily do that and be like, well, I didn't push. Hey, you got to get some of these traders out anyway, right? The traders got to turn on each other. Well, for sure. I mean, unless you're trying to split the money at the end uh, with your fellow traders, which you definitely could. But also, does Peter earnestly think that Parv would work with him long haul to the end at this point? Mm -hmm. I really don't think he would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see if... Uh, do we go back to... Was murdering bananas on night one a massive mistake by Dan? Uh, Johnny Bananas in the chat wants to know. Hello, Johnny Bananas. Um, <laughs> Johnny Bananas Burner wants to know. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I kind of soft mentioned this last week, but I do think Bananas is someone who is a very loud character who would have definitely either said the wrong thing, rubbed some people the wrong way, and seemed more suspicious. Because I also think Bananas does have a different personality trait than Dan, in that he is very chatty in the beginning and he is, he's always talking, he's making bonds, but someone who does that a lot could also make enemies. And I think that could have been a good distraction. And again, if people were playing the meta game of like, it has to be a man. I think bananas is high on that list next to Dan. Um, and there's every bit of chance that bananas still outlasts him and maybe doesn't even say his name. So I do think it could have been an error. I do think they could have gone uh, elsewhere. Yeah, he was a big personality uh, that uh, he would have been banished. Like I think uh, especially, yeah. Rob, if, you, if you're playing the game that Dan played, the quiet game, the more loud people, the better, because then maybe you can hide in the background. Mm -hmm. I think what happens here is we got a lot of the loud people out the way, right? With Larsa leaves, Marcus leaves, he, uh, Bananas is gone, Ek and Sue's gone. Suddenly they're like, okay, so some of us have been like talking a little bit. Damn, what are you not saying in the corner that now that we see you in the back, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like if you have more loud people, they might not be privy. Leah wants to know, will we get a slop traders edition this week? Well, I guess, first of all, I guess it depends on how sloppy it gets. But no, we yeah. plan, we're going to try to cover all this stuff on our feedback show coming up mm -hmm. on Monday. Yeah, we, uh, you know, it's a little, we, it's like a side segment on the feedback show, I think, the social media stuff. If anything pulls up, of course, you know, we will see it. Or in the event that we may not, make sure you put it in the uh, question form when you see it or in the thread when you see it so that we can check it out. 
robinswebsite.com slash traders feedback. All right, Puya, anything else you want to talk through tonight? Rob, I made a request before we got on. Yep. Um, I texted you. I said, oh, yeah. can you please give, get the John vote reasoning on the soundboard? Because we have to hear this live okay. one more time. Here we go. Um, here is uh, John's vote for Dan. My vote is for Dan. I listened intently to you, Dan, tonight, and your deflection was on to Phaedra. And that case was comprehensively rebutted. Treachery deserves to be punished okay. by banishment. Oh my banishment, God. my dear friend, should be your fate tonight. This guy is the silent slaughterer, and that's the sum of it. Yeah, the sli- the silent slaughterer. This see, you don't murder John. It c- might be bad for you, but also it's fun for us. That was so funny. It's pretty good. I I said this week one, but he's so formal in in the way he speaks. And if we get more of these vote reasonings, I'm so here for it. Let him be at the yeah. final five. That's a little taste of Dan's own medicine. Like John is also gonna have like an extremely long wind up for what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And again, he's the most confirmed faithful to a lot of people's eyes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess let's leave it there for tonight. Uh, we will have a great feedback show coming up uh, with Wes Bergman from uh, the challenge fame. And if anything else exciting is going on, uh, maybe you'll hear from us some more. Make sure you're subscribed. Rob is website.com slash subscribe for all of our subscription links. It was a big day here on Rob's podcast as uh, we launched a brand new original series from your friend and mine, Chappelle. It's called Recap Kickback. And Chappelle is covering black TV, movies, anything wild that he sees happening on social media that he feels like talking about. He has the keys. He's driving recapkickback.com. Okay. Also, I chatted with Shannon Gus. I talked about how I watched all of Australian Survivor on the treadmill this week. It's the Titans versus the Rebels. It was a super fun week one of Australian Survivor. We make it very easy for all of our patrons to watch together. Australian Survivor, Traders UK, you name it. Reality shows around the globe as part of the greatest community around for reality TV. That's at robinsonwebsite.com slash patron. Puya, what's coming up for you? Well, uh, last week we did, or it was earlier this week, rather, we put a bow on Traders UK Season 2. Myself and Annabelle talked about the finale. It was a phenomenal time, so definitely check that out. If you were catching up or you finally have finished Traders UK, we got you covered there. And uh, 90 Day Fiancé will be coming in soon, um, but my guest is the aforementioned uh, Mr. Chappelle, who has been extremely busy. busy. Yeah, it was been extremely busy, so we've been on a bit of a delay, but worry not, you'll get your 90 Day Fix, I'm sure. He's going to have a lot to talk about, about what we saw in this episode. So yep. that'll be coming hopefully over the weekend. And uh, Rob, I actually was, uh, I joined the uh, Mike Bloom. Out, oh, the I was going The Mafia with Matt and I. Uh, I that is more you coded than me at this mm-hmm. point, Mr. Rob. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I always mess up the, because they changed the title now. Is it outbid, outdraft, outpay? I was on the off-season draft pod. Uh, they did zero vote finalists. I was the pinch hitter for Liana, who couldn't make it to the pod. We had a fun time last night, so you can check that out. And as always, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. That's where I am when I'm not podcasting. And uh, I, Rob, I had a fun time last week. I played some Blood on the Clock Tower with some people. Mm-hmm. I played some new games I'd never played. And I painted a portrait of Liana. Yes, how'd it come so, out? Where can I see the portrait? Uh, it's right here. You want? <laughs> it's not that good, but yes. let me show you. It wasn't like one of these Titanic paintings, right? No, no, no. See, here's okay. the thing. I'm not a good artist, but um, I thought it turned out a lot better than I was thinking. I feel like mm. I didn't want to put the eyes in it. I feel like it kind of made it look cartoonish. But other than that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right? Not yeah. too shabby. Not yeah. too shabby. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Job, job well done. Okay, was Le- Liana impressed? She was. Um However, the whole point was she was going to keep it. And then she was like, yeah, I'll figure out where to put it. And it's in my room and she hasn't said anything. So I don't mm. know if I should get upset about that. But no, no, no. I think she's happy with it. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Glad it turned out so well. So that's pretty good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, also, uh, speaking of Chappelle, I sat down for an exclusive interview with Chappelle earlier today. So uh, find out everything uh, that Chappelle's thinking as uh, the recap kickback is kicking off. Uh, we had a fun chat. Uh, you could listen to that as well at robinswebsite.com. Can't wait to see where we go next here on The Traders. This has been super fun here in season two. Looking forward to the rest of the ride. Puya, anything else? That's it. Hope you all have fun. Remember, we just get on right after we watch it. So we're going to have some extra thoughts for you and you might have some of yourself. Go to the feedback form and definitely send us your feedback for the the back show. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.